Okay, welcome back to the Golf Preview Podcast and RJ Bell's Dream Preview. I'm your host, Will Doctor, and I'll be bringing you all the picks and predictions for the second and final event of the Hawaiian Swing at the Sony Open, which will be taking place at Wiley in Honolulu. But first, uh, wow. I mean, what a finish in Maui at the first elevated event of the season at the Tournament of Champions. I told you last week that John Rahm would finish 2023 as the number one player in the world. And boy, uh, is he off to a great start. The now fourth-ranked player in the world won his fourth event in just his last 25 starts. Uh, you know the jingle. Colin Morikawa started Sunday with a six-shot lead uh, and did not make a bogey over his first 67 holes of the event. But starting on the 14th hole of the back nine, heading into the easiest stretch of holes at Kapalua, the wheels came off and, and Morikawa's wedge play was exposed. It's an aspect of his game that was criticized by the broadcast throughout the final round. Uh, he made a mess of the uh, short 284-yard par 4 14th. Uh, after he bladed his 78-yard second shot over the green from a fairway bunker. So Morikawa made his first bogey of the event there. He hit a great drive off the 15th tee. 15 is an easy, short 530-yard par 5. He then hit a pure second shot layup just 39 yards short of the hole. Uh, and you started to think that if he could get the bogey back that he made on 14th, uh, you know, he could be back in this golf tournament. But the next shot, in my opinion, is what lost Morikawa, uh, the Century Tournament of Champions. He laid the sod over his third shot on 15th and then failed to get up and down for par, uh, becoming the first player in the field to bogey a par five, which speaks volumes to how easy Kapalua's par fives are. And just when I thought Morikawa's nightmare was over and him and his caddy JJ could steer the ship and possibly make some birdies coming in to hold off Rom, Morikawa then leaves his 77-yard approach short of the green on the 16th. He chipped it up to about seven feet and then missed his par putt coming back, leaving you know Azinger and the rest of the broadcast crew just absolutely beside themselves. And he left the door wide open for John Rahm. And Rom, the assassin, shoots a back nine thirty-one on Sunday to shock the golf world and beat Morikawa by two and move to number four on the FedEx Cup standings. That's also Rom's sixth straight start where he finished in a tie for eighth or better. I mean, the ball striking was perfect, the putting was dialed, and Rom has the the firepower and the the gritty Spaniard attitude, a la Sevi that makes any opponents quake in their foot joys when he's charging up the leaderboard on Sunday. Now, after the round, Morikawa summed it up beautifully. The shots he faced down the stretch at Kapalua was simply a case of bad timing. He just recently made a short game coach switch. Uh, he added Irish putting guru Stephen Sweeney on the team to 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 work on his, his game on the green. Sweeney also... Uh, is the putting coach of Aaron Wise and Shane Lowry. And then Morikawa added uh, a PGA Tour winner, Parker McLaughlin, uh, to the team for chipping. And it seemed like all week long, Morikawa left himself in places on the golf course 
where he didn't have to get real crafty with his wedge play. That was until he got to the 14th on Sunday, and then he just started missing in places that really put his short game to the test. And that aspect of his game ultimately let him down and cost cost him the golf tournament. I will say this about Morikawa. Give him credit for his third consecutive top 25 finish and second straight top six finish. I told you last week, this is a player that really struggled heavily with his putting last season. And, you know, 2022 was his first year as a professional where he did not pick up a win. But I can assure you, after watching the way he putt for 72 holes at Kapalua, uh, Colin Morikawa is absolutely headed in the right direction uh, with his new putting coach, Stephen Sweeney. He looked as comfortable uh, as he's been with the putter over the last year after only a week of working with Stallings. And know this, there's a lot of trusted people I know in the industry that have Morikawa in their 2023 Masters Futures picks. I missed the value on that ticket a couple months ago, but if I ended up making that addition, I'll let you know on Twitter at DRmedia59. Now, the good news for us, as far as the century is concerned, is that we hit both the ROM top five plus 140 ticket and also hit our dark horse, uh, which was Colin Morikawa top five at plus 410 odds. So uh, we were up 0.2 units after week one, despite losing the JT winning ticket. I don't know why he switched back to a blade putter. He's got to put the Futura X5 back in the bag. We missed the JT top five ticket, and we did not hit either of the matchups last week. So yes, I have to be better as far as the overall record is concerned moving into the Sony, but the bottom line is for the century card was that Morikawa top five at plus 410 was a huge, huge saving grace to the bankroll. Okay, guys, a quick break from the golf to tell you about what we have going on over at pregame.com. You need to go to pregame.com and click on buy picks and then add any package or subscription to your shopping cart. Simply apply the coupon code Sony20 to your shopping cart and confirm your discount before you check out. You can use your coupon code. Once again, that's Sony20. Uh, on any package or subscription from your favorite pros at pregame for a 20% off discount, including the hitman who's plus 40.15 on NFL units this season, Dave Esler's plus 39 units on NFL this season, Spartans plus 29 NFL units this season, and Goodfellas plus 29 NFL units this season as well. Those are just a handful of winning pros. Don't forget about AJ. Don't forget about McKenzie. All these guys amazing pick so go get your uh 20% discount with my coupon code sony20 today okay back to the golf okay one step closer to bringing you picks for this week's sony open at wiley and this is a golf course with a completely different setup than what you saw at kapalua last week this is only a 7000 yard golf course that was designed by seth rayner and re recently renovated by the great tom doak uh, the man who also renovated Dornick Hills in Oklahoma and San Francisco Golf Club. But as far as Wiley is concerned, this is the 25th year that this course has hosted the Sony Open in Honolulu. And that's one of the tour's longest tenured host venues. And the plotters of the game have really dominated this, this layout that features tree-lined fairways and 80-plus bunkers throughout the golf course. Now, 
you may ask who are the plotters of the game that I'm talking about. Hideki won the Sony Open last year. You know, he is a bomber. He can bomb the ball, but he is third in scoring average uh, on tour on courses under 71,000 yards. So that's something to keep in mind as far as Hideki is concerned. Kevin Na won in 2021. He's one of the shorter hitters of the game that made his money through precision iron play and spectacular putting. World number two, Cam Smith won this event two years ago. And when you look at some of the champions prior to 2020, you're looking at guys who, you know, make a living hitting fairways and greens instead of playing the bomb and gouge game. Matt Kuchar, Russell Henley, those are the types of players that dominate around Wiley. Now, looking at the field this week, 19 of the 39 golfers who played in the Tournament of Champions while island hop over to Honolulu including world number 14, Jordan Spieth, who will appear at the Sony Open for the first time since 2019. Six of the top eight ranked players on the FedEx Cup standings will compete at Wiley with Zozo Championship winner Keegan Bradley ranked the best on the PGA Tour among those six players. Tom, the tank engine, Kim, the two-time PGA Tour winner at the ripe age of 20, who had a Notable fifth place finish at the Century last week will also tee it up at the Sony. That was Kim's fifth consecutive top 25 finish since he won his second title at the Shriners. So I look forward to having Tom Kim back on my card this week. I enjoyed hearing about his Christmas dinner at the Spieth household, and he gave an in-depth look last week at how Spieth has been a, a guiding light for him on the PGA Tour. Defending champion Hideki Matsuyama looks to become the first golfer to go back-to-back at the Sony since Jimmy Walker did in 2014 and 2015. Remember, after this event last year, we thought Hideki was going to go on a tear before a neck injury really plagued the rest of his season. As you know from the Futures podcast, I have him circled off for the PGA Championship at Oak Hill, so we'll see if Hideki can start to get in form here soon. I, I don't have him on my card this week. But you have to think uh, a player of his caliber uh, will bounce back off uh, a little bit of a disappointing last season for his standards. Moving along, my guy and former world number one amateur Cole Hammer played his way into this event after finishing 29th in Houston and 5th in the RSM in the fall. Hammer could definitely make it to my card this week as a dark horse with how well he plots his way around shorter courses And finally, a few notable President's Cup participants like Billy Horschel, Adam Scott, Corey Connors, K.H. Lee, and Christian Bezudenhout will all tee it up this week in Honolulu. And the final note uh, before we dive into favorites and picks, eight of the last nine winners at the Sony Open uh, played the previous week at the Century Tournament of Champions. Listen, I'm not much for trends, and all that will tell you is that elite players have won the Sony Open? Uh, you know, eight year, eight out of the last nine winners. Uh, you know, what does that mean uh, with the travel and the offseason rust still being shook off for a lot of the players that are starting their season here? That's definitely something to keep an eye on as we move along today. And here's the format for today's picks preview. We'll start with the top four favorites before we move into matchups and picks to place. Then I'll give you my winner and dark horse for the week, and I'll send you home with a lineup, scoring prediction, and best bet. 
Okay, we begin the favorites with Tom Kim at 11 to 1 over on Circa. And if you were to measure who the top five best players in the world are over the last 25 events, Tom Kim would be on that list with two wins and eight top five finishes over that time frame. I don't have the 20 year old in any of my major championship futures, but if Tom the Tank Engine can find a way to steal a major in 2023, he would enter that conversation of players in history uh, that have you know done amazing things before the age of 20, uh, joining Tiger Woods and, and, and Jordan Spieth as players uh, who have performed that well at such a young age. He currently sits third in the FedEx Cup standings and is ranked top 10 in driving accuracy, greens and regulation, and scoring average on the PGA Tour. And I'll definitely be playing Tom Kim uh, in the matchup. So we'll talk about him a little bit later on. We move along to Sung JM at 14 to 1 over on DraftKings Sportsbook. And for someone with such consistent driving accuracy and approach numbers, it's shocking to me that Sung Jay's best finish at YLA was only tied for 16th back in 2019. I would say. His fall season did not meet his expectations despite a seventh place finish at Shriners. Sung Jay did get married in December, so congratulations to Sung Jay. I saw he gave out customized Scotty Cameron putters to all guests, which is just amazing. He even signed every one of them, which is is awesome unless someone wanted to actually use the putter, but I guess it's more of a a decorative Scotty Cameron rather one rather than one that you probably put in play. But I digress there. I'm passing on Sung JM this week. I don't like him in a matchup against Spieth. I don't like him in a matchup against Matsuyama. And I'm surely not taking Sung Jay over Tom Kim. In fact, I'll do the opposite. And I'll talk about that more in the, in, in the matchups when we get to that section. I think Sung Jay's number you know, is really inflated across the board for being at a golf course that he hasn't necessarily dominated at over the years. So we move along to Brian Harmon at 18 to one. And I've seen that number um, on every book that I've checked. And Brian Harmon had such a, a solid fall when he wrapped up 2022 with two consecutive second place finishes at Mayakoba and the RSM. He was one of the players who did not win in 2022, but qualified for the Tournament of Champions due to the fact that he qualified for the Tour Championship. He finished 16th in Maui last week, and would he and and he would have placed better had he not lost about a shot and a half to the field on the greens. And it's interesting to look back at the relationship world number 23 Harmon has had with Wiley over his career dating back to 2012. In the first two starts of his career at the Sony, his best finish was 59th. From 2015 to 2018, he did not finish worse than 13th, so he kind of had it rolling at YLA. But since 2019, his best result at the Sony was 32nd back in 2020. Now, to be fair, looking at Harmon's last two seasons heading into the Sony, he was not in great form. Um he, you know, he was not in great form the way he is rolling into Wiley this year. He's currently fifth in driving accuracy and 14th in, in greens and regulation on tour. And Brian Harmon is going to be a great player to put in play as far as the matchups are concerned this week. And I'll give you that play in a couple of minutes. We move along to uh, our last favorite. That's going to be Russell Henley at 22 to one over on Circa. And there's a lot of money being thrown on the 
2013 Sony Open champion Russell Henley this week amongst the social media talking heads. Now, if you want to bet on Russell Henley to win this week, you have to get past the fact that he's lost strokes on the greens in 13 of his last 14 starts. I mean, come on. The good news is the one start he did putt well was at Mayakoba three events ago, and he ended up winning that tournament in Mexico. But you look at Russell Henley's last two starts since that win, which uh, you know he played in Houston and he played at the Century last week, and he lost shots on the greens again um, and, and did not finish better than 30th at either one of those events. I'm a pass on Russell Henley this week. I'm not following the trend. I understand the past success he's had at YLA as a former champion, finished second there last year, but I cannot get over the inconsistencies Henley has had on the greens over the last several months. Okay, we move into our picks to place for the Sony Open. We'll start with Jordan Spieth to finish top 10 at plus 210 over on Bet Online, And finally, we get the opportunity to play Jordan Spieth for the first time uh, since his tied for 13th place finish at the Tour Championship when I had a top 10 ticket on him. That was painful, and it, and it came during a year in 2022 when it was tough to get a feel for how Spieth was going to putt on a week-to-week basis. It was a season where Spieth ended the year ranked 155th on the PGA Tour in putting, by far his worst. He did finally break through at the RBC Heritage to, to secure his first victory in over three years, but it was evident in his pre-shot routine that Spieth and swing coach Cam McCormick were working through a number of changes uh, in his full move, but Last week at the Sony, I saw a number of things from Speed that I really liked. Uh, the funky pre-shot routine over the ball is gone, and he struck his irons beautifully. He was hitting fairway after fairway, which is a trend that is only going to improve this week with Wiley having the fourth widest fairways on tour. And the most positive takeaway from last week for Speed was that he finally rolled it above average on the greens en route to that 13th place finish at Kapalua. I believe Spieth rides that momentum uh, to a golf course in Wiley where he placed third in 2017. So my first pick to place this week is going to be Jordan Spieth top 10 at plus 210 on Bet Online. Moving into uh, my next pick to place, Christian Bazudenhout to finish top 10 at plus 275 over on Bet Online. And for his first full year on the PGA Tour, 2021 and 2022 were a big success for 28-year-old Christian Bazudenhout. He finished the season with 10 top 25s and 24 starts and cashed in over $2 million on the year. That performance earned him a place on the International President's Cup team uh, that gave the United States a run for their money on Sunday at Quail Hollow. Last year was his first appearance at the Sony, and Bez finished 17th after a solid week with his irons and on the greens at Wiley. This is a style of golf course that Bez really thrives at. You look at a few of the other golf courses on the PGA Tour that resemble Wiley, and you'll find Bez has had a ton of success on those tracks. 15th last year at Mayakoba, 14th at Pebble Beach, and 15th at Colonial. Those are all golf courses that match up to Wiley, and Bez has performed well at each of them. Uh, he's had some great plays of late, finishing uh, the uh, finishing third at the Joburg Open towards the end of November uh, before he rounded out his 2022 with a 26th place finish 
at the Alfred Dunhill Championship. So my second pick to place this week will be Christian Bezudenhout, top 20 at plus 275 over on Bet Online. Okay, moving into the matchups for the Sony Open, we'll start with Tom Kim over Sung JM, which I got at plus 110 on my local book, but I'm also seeing it at plus 108 on Bet Online. But the bottom line here is with the type of form he's been in, Tom Kim should not be a dog under any circumstance against Sung JM this week. Sung Jay has not placed better than 56th over his last two starts at Wiley. And I disagree with anyone that says they're passing on Tom Kim this week due to the fact that his that this is his first appearance at the Sony Open. He's 20 years old. You know, he's seeing all of these courses for the first time, and it clearly has not been an issue or a challenge for him whatsoever. Uh, plus, Tom Kim is not a bomber. He's more of a plotter. So Wiley is going to be a course that suits his eye and a place that he can really go low at. So for my first matchup this week, I have Tom Kim uh, over Sung JM, which I have locally at plus 110, but you can also get it at plus 108 on Bet Online. Moving into uh, my second, not last, because my best bet is a matchup, but my second matchup. Uh, pick for this matchup section is going to be Adam Svensson over Mackenzie Hughes at plus a hundred on bet online. And these are two Canadians who both won in the fall. Mackenzie Hughes won his second career tour event at the Sanderson farms in Jackson. And Adam Svensson finally broke through with the, the first PGA tour win of his career at the RSM classic. But Coming into this week, there's no question that Adam Svensson is more equipped to play better at Wiley than Mackenzie Hughes. Overall, Hughes is below average in driving accuracy and approach. Two aspects of, of the game that has to be locked in around Wiley. And more times than not, this golf course has gotten the best of Mackenzie Hughes as he missed the cut at the Sony Open in three uh, of his five appearances here. On the winning side of this matchup is going to be Adam Svensson. And the first thing I noticed when I started my research was that the seaside course uh, at Sea Island uh, is a golf course that is very comparable to Wiley. And Sea Island was the place that Svensson won his first tour event right before the Christmas break. Plus, Svensson played the Sony Open last year for the second time in his career and finished seventh. He's currently ranked eighth on the FedEx Cup standings, and I believe he will clearly have a better week than fellow Canadian Mackenzie Hughes at the Sony Open. So my second matchup for the week is going to be Adam Svensson over Mackenzie Hughes at plus 100 on Bet Online. Hey guys, a quick break from the golf to tell you more about what we have going on over at pregame.com. You need to go to pregame.com, click on contest, and find, find the pregame playoff 500 NFL winner take all competition. This is a free chance to win $500 cash. Uh, NFL sides and totals, most net unit wins. It's a winner-take-all $500 cash. So don't miss your chance. Go over to pregame.com now and click on contest to find the pregame playoff 500 NFL winner-take-all competition. It's free, and the action kicks off Saturday. Okay, back to the golf. Okay, moving into our winners for the Sony Open. I have three winners. For you this week. Number one is going to be Jordan Spieth at 17 to 1 over on Circa. And it's very interesting because this is a fairly weak field at the Sony compared to last week's Tournament of Champions. Uh, and I am not hearing Jordan Spieth's name at all 
Uh, the world number 15th player had a very respectable tournament from tee to green and with the putter at Kapalua. His swing looked fluid, and he picked up shots on the greens for the first time since the Open Championship in July. Spies obviously you know, starting to feel comfortable with some of the changes that he was going through last season. He looked comfortable at the seventh edition of the match for you know whatever you make of that, and he looked dialed in last week at Kapalua. Uh, his course history at Wiley is a little bit all over the place since – he missed the cut during his last appearance here in 2019. But you have to remember, 2019 Jordan Spieth was an alien. That was in the middle of, of those two years where Spieth was trying to grind through one of the biggest slumps of his life. Uh, but you look at the the previous two times he pegged it at the Sony before 2019, and he finished third and 18th at Wiley in 2017 and 2018. So Spieth knows exactly what it takes to get him get himself in contention come Sunday. So my first winner for the week is going to be Jordan Spieth at 17 to 1 over on Circa. We move along uh, to my next winner which is going to be Corey Connors uh, at 25 to 1 on my local book. You can find the same number over at BetMGM and it's as simple as this. Connors finished third at the Sony in 2019. He placed 12th in 2020, and he finished 11th at Wiley last year. Corey Connors loves Wiley, like Webb Simpson loves Sedgefield. The 31-year-old plays what we call boring golf. It's the same style of play that Zach Johnson uh, and Jason Duffner play. He hits fairways, he hits greens, and his performance is pretty much indicative upon the way he puts on the greens. Uh, also, you know, it's a style of play that'll put you to sleep on Sunday afternoon. Connors is, you know, an incredible, incredibly consistent player who finished sixth at the masters last year. And that's why Trevor Immelman trusted him so much with the spot on last year's president's cup team. This is a player who, uh, has not placed outside of 25th in five starts since Napa at the Fortinet. And as long as he can avoid a bad putting week, he will be there come Sunday. So my second Winner of the week is going to be Corey Connors at 25 to 1. Like I said, I got that on my local book. You can find the same number over at BetMGM. And finally, I couldn't leave this guy off my winner list for this week. It's going to be Adam Scott at 47 to 1 over on Circa. Now, I typically don't have three winners on my card ever. But with the way Adam Scott is trending and the way he is being vocal about what he wants to accomplish at 42 years old, which is winning major championships, that's the type of attitude from Adam Scott that gets me fired up. Color me obsessed with the idea of 2013 Masters champ Adam Scott having a resurgence and climbing his way into contention this year at LACC for the U.S. Open or even at Liverpool for the Open. Uh, you know, some of the smartest golf people I know have forecasted that Adam Scott is in for a huge year. And the inspirational part is if you asked Adam, he would tell you the same thing and that he sees this part of his life as his last opportunity to win major championships. Now, as far as this week is concerned, Scott's coming off a pretty bad week on the greens at Kapalua. The good news is the greens at YLA. Uh, along with the golf course, has little to no elevation change. So it should be a completely different look, something that's a little more easy on Adam Scott's eyes. We know he's had a long history of struggling with the putter, but I really have a lot of confidence on him on the greens at Wiley. Scott has not been consistent 
in returning to the Sony Open over the years. Uh, it's just a tournament that coming off the Tournament of Champions, there's not a lot of elite players that stick around and play the Sony. But Adam Scott did have an eighth place finish here in 2014 and a second place finish way, way back in 2009. You know, that's not why I'm making the pick. I don't pay much attention to past course performance if it happened 10 plus years ago. But it is nice to know that Scott has some good memories at Wiley. So my third and final winner uh, for this week is going to be Adam Scott at 47 to one over on Circa. Okay, moving into the dark horse for the week, I have Matt Kuchar top ten at plus five fifty over on Bet Online, same as the price in my local book as well. And over Kuchar's last four starts at Wiley, he has a win and a seventh place finish dating back to two thousand nineteen. Kuchar is a guy who plots his way around the golf course just as Bazudnow does. And that's why he's had so much success at courses like Wiley, at courses like Mayakoba, and courses like Harbortown Golf Links. He hasn't had much success as of late with his best result in the fall coming in Napa, where he finished in the tie for 12th. But Wiley is a venue that he's thrived on for years. So I'm going with Kuchar for my first dark horse. Yep, first. That's Matt Kuchar, top 10 at plus 550 over on Bet Online. And I have a bonus dark horse for you this week and one that I'm very confident in. That's going to be Cole Hammer top 20 at plus 850 over on DraftKings Sportsbook. Listen, I did not place any bets on Hammer through his first 13 starts on the PGA Tour, but he showed us in the fall that he has exactly what it takes to compete week to week with the big dogs. In case you forgot, Hammer finished 29th at the Houston Open, where he played on a sponsor's exemption. With his back against the wall, as far as getting starts in the PGA Tour is concerned, he shot a 66 on Friday in Houston to make the cut by one, and it was a cut made that earned him another sponsor's exemption into the RSM Classic the very next week. And what did he do? Hammer took full advantage of that, finishing in a tie for fifth in Sea Island, a course that you know he's played a ton through his junior and amateur days. But most importantly, that top ten finish in Sea Island got him the 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 spot into the Sony Open this week. He has to earn another top ten to get into the American Express next week, and I forecast that he will be in the mix to do exactly that. And another small detail. Sea Island is one of those golf courses, as I've said today, that is very comparable to Wiley. So I got, you know, I, I got a lot of confidence in Hammer coming off Sea Island into Wiley. He's been grinding his ass off all offseason, and I, I'm expecting a huge week from Hammer. So uh, my bonus dark horse for this week uh, is going to be Cole Hammer top 20 at plus 850 on DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's move along into my lineup for this week. We'll start it off with Corey Connors. One of our winners and a player who's had a ton of past success at Wiley. Then it's Adam Scott. Uh, and then third will be Matt Kuchar, who's our dark horse for this week. Uh, fourth is going to be Christian Bazudenhout, one of the great plotters of the game, who I have a top 10 ticket on this week. Fourth will be Cole Hammer, the 23-year-old phenom who uh, you know started to find his form on the PGA Tour in the fall. And we'll round up the lineup with OK State alum Sam Stevens, who's a first-year PGA Tour member and a player whose game I think fits perfectly for Wiley. So just reviewing that that lineup one more time, it's going to be Corey Connors, Adam Scott, Matt Kuchar, 
Christian Bazudenhout, Cole Hammer, and Sam Stevens. Moving into the scoring prediction. And guys, uh, the weather in Honolulu looks immaculate this week. Highs of 80s, lows of 69s, very similar to last week, although the wind did pick up a hair at Kapalu on Friday. But for this week, I'm going to predict the final score uh, to be 22 under. That's one less than the number that Matsuyama and Henley both shot last year that forced the event into a playoff. Uh, so my scoring prediction for this week will be 22 under par. Okay, wrapping things up with the best bet for the week. It's going to be Brian Harmon over Tom Hoagie at minus 120 on bet 365 or uh, your local book as it appeared on mine. Now, first off, color me obsessed with Tom Hoagie finishing third at the Century Tournament of Champions, then hopping on a jet to California to watch his TCU Horned Frogs get bent over, and now jetting back to Honolulu to tee it up at the Sony Open. Talk about some dedication. He'll have spent some, what, 16-plus hours in a plane over the last two weeks by the time the Sony is over? <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Hoagie. Uh, he's an awesome human being that you know has become a household name over the last year after his first PGA Tour win at Pebble Beach. Uh, he's missed, you know, he he did miss... Uh, five cuts in a row between Colonial and the Open Championship last year. Uh, regardless, he, he did qualify for the Tour Championship, and it was awesome to see him regain form in the spring with top 10 finishes at the Shriners and Zozo Championship. But unfortunately, due to the obvious hectic travel schedule of Tom Hoagie, I have to fade him against a locked-in Brian Harmon, uh, who we talked a lot about in the favorites. Harmon hasn't finished worse than 16th in five events dating back to October. And Wiley is a course where Harmon uh, has knocked on the door of the winner's circle before. So uh, my best bet for this week is going to be Brian Harmon over Tom Hoagie at minus 120 on bet 365. Uh, and that'll do it here on the Golf Preview Podcast and RJ Bell's Dream Preview. I'm Will Doctor. You can follow me on Twitter at drmedia59. And I'll talk to you next week for the American Express preview as the PGA Tour begins the California swing. Have a great rest of your week, and I look forward to talking to you next week here on the Dream Preview. So long.